We got Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and all these sports people talking about championships and basketball. This, this is rap. Y'all out your jurisdiction. You can't save them. Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. I'm Blazerland and Rip City 2's Chris Craig. And I'm Anacortis, Anacortis Washington's Eric Milligan. Anacortis, by the way, is a city, a little 15,000 population city named after Ann Curtis. And somehow it became Anacortis. And that's where I am three and a half hours, I believe, north of Chris. And this is Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. And uh, we are not very happy right now. We're not. Except we were last, the last few podcasts, we were happy that things were going the way they needed to be going for the Blazers. Uh, this week, not so much. We were talking sweep. We were. We, we were, were talking we were, championship. We were getting confident. We were, Yeah, we were getting confident. And we were filming it after that game one win against the Lakers. And then uh, it's been all Lakers since. Uh, Blazers are one and two right now. Uh which isn't bad. Win one game and it's tied, right? right Win it's one tied. basic game. You know, it's just, uh, it's, you know, my some, brother. There's some concerns. My brother uh, pointed out right after the game because I think CJ hit a layup or somebody hit a layup to make it an eight-point game um, at the buzzer. And uh, my brother pointed out that the Bavada sports book odds uh, spread, the spread was 7.5. So if like CJ or somebody had hit a three and cut it to seven, it would have pissed a lot of people off. But oh man, yeah. So it. anybody who voted for the Lakers had a, uh, I mean, bet on the Lakers had a good night. So not only did they their team win, they they won their bets. That's yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah, not good. <laughs> not good, man. <laughs> the uh, Bovada sports line uh, for the next game is actually seven point five as well. The same. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully the Blazers can. Uh upset some people in that game <laughs> we're gonna be okay with it right Are, you, 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 you do you still believe i i still believe i have some concerns and we'll talk about that in a little bit um, okay i'm not i'm not down and out yet all I, right you know i never that's am I, i'm always that's right you always believe a little bit i always believe a little bit uh reality's kind of setting in a little bit too but uh trying to remain confident in the, in the, in the team and I mean, I was looking at the box score after the game, and, I mean, Damon CJ basically neutralized LeBron and Anthony Davis for as well as they played. I believe LeBron and AD had 67 points, and CJ and Damon had 62 points. And then you had Carmelo was a solid third option, whereas they didn't have any other uh, major option outside of their two main guys. Um, but I think what lost the game for us was the fact that we had absolutely nothing off our bench. Just nothing. No. Gary no, Trent Gary hit a shot. Uh, Anthony been, been playing defense. What's that? Gary's been playing defense. He hasn't been throwing up as many threes. I know, but Anthony Simons, I think, was out there for like 11 minutes. Yeah, but he kills us. He's not He's not playoff ready, man. He's, he's still not. We need, I mean, we'll get to it, but Toronto's bench scored, what, 100 points today? 100 points. I have never seen that. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> yeah, 150 points. I just total, think that, that maybe if our bench can give us something and if Nurkic can give us a little more, then the offense right. is there. But, um, you know, when I looked at all the numbers and looked at the box score, I didn't feel too bad because I feel like we can pull this off. Except the shocking thing was that Carmelo played 42 minutes. 
so many people have said, you know, he's not up to that. You know, he'd be better in a yeah, reserve yeah, and, role. Uh, heavy foul trouble, too. Yeah, and we played him almost the whole game. Well, he was incredible in that in third In the second quarter. half, he was. Wasn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, he had been terrible in the first half. He didn't and, show up at all. Yeah, And we were left for dead. And he just yeah. started hitting crazy jumper after jumper. He almost saved that game for us. He almost did it, but he came a little too late. We needed him to, to arrive a bit earlier in that game. Yeah. Because um, we needed a third option outside CJ and Dame, and we just didn't have it that game, and that's why that's right. the big reason we lost. Well, um, give me some uh, news and highlights. We definitely have some news and highlights for you. Uh, Nick Nurse, the coach of the Raptors, has been named the coach of the year. Bravo. And he deserves it. I mean, look at this game today. He, I mean, it's a net, they're playing the Nets, but uh, he deserves it wholeheartedly. I mean, his team won the championship last year. He's gotten back to the playoffs this year. I mean, they're looking like they could repeat. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think he deserves it. Uh, you know, Bolden Hoser maybe might have deserved it. But, uh, I mean, the Bucks they just lost to, I think, losing to Orlando in game one. I think that's like, that's what, like, nope, can't give it to him. <laughs> right. So they, they gave it to Nick Nurse. Uh, anyways. Uh, in game three, LeBron James got his 158th playoff win. In Game Three versus Portland, which I said surpassing Tim Duncan for the most playoff wins, LeBron is really second. Tim Duncan yeah. had the, had the uh, the, third had the most. record. He had the third most with wow. 157 points. Who do you think has? Oh, the, the first would one? be Bill Russell, right? No. Oh, because they didn't play as many rounds. Maybe. Nope. Who's number one? Okay, so so LeBron's number three. LeBron is number two now. He just passed Tim Duncan, who was number two. Oh, number one would be Kobe Bryant? No. Um, Kareem? I tell you, no, but it is a Laker, though. An ex-Laker. Back really? in the Kobe days. Magic Johnson? Yep. No. Back in the Kobe days. No, it's not Magic Johnson? Nope. Jerry West? No. Laker. No, back in the Co- in, in the Kobe days. Shaquille O'Neal. No. Oh, Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher was <laughs> number one in the most playoff wins with 161 wins. That's right, because he Somehow, played for all those Laker teams. Fisher, yeah. He played for those Laker teams, and he played for he the played Jazz for the Spurs, one year, and he played for the for the, the, Spurs, the right? Thunder. Didn't he play for the, oh, the Thunder, Thunder for a little bit? Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, well, good for him. Said Tim, but uh, LeBron is only what four, three or four, three games back. Three wow. wins back from. Uh, it must taking, be because or four from taking over first place. It must be all these contemporary guys because every series is best of seven, right. and back in the old days, the first round used to be best of five, and if best you go farther five. back, the first round was best of three. So you didn't have the opportunity because, you know, it seems ludicrous that it would not be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right, but, but yeah, he wasn't racking many up because he said, yeah, that series didn't go as long, so he didn't play as many games in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, LeBron James also moved to third on all play, all-time play playoff threes ahead of Clay Thompson and fourth. Wow, and only Curry and Ray Allen ahead of him? And Yeah, and managed Nobles in fifth, and Ray Allen's ahead of him uh, by about... 10, wait, yeah, 10, 10 threes, and then Curry's first with almost 100 more threes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics swept the Sixers to reach the semifinals. 
Uh, wow. Tobias Harris fell to the court after contesting a shot by Jason Tatum and hit the left side of his face. He walked off the court with a towel covering his face, which was bloodied. The 76er said he had a left side laceration above his eye, and they patched it up, and he re actually returned to the game in the fourth quarter. But it uh, wasn't enough, and the Celtics went on to win. Wow. Uh, today would be Kobe Bryant's 42nd birthday. Wow. If you're alive. So happy birthday, Kobe Bryant. We miss you, man. Wow. Even though you're a Laker. Yeah, even, even though you're a Laker. Um, so the Sixers, what a complete disappointment for their fans after all they've been through. Yeah, definitely. They yes. started the season as most people's pick to go to the finals. With the adder of Al Horford. With the addition yeah. of Al Horford to MB. I, mean, I, don't know if ben Al, I don't know if Al Horford really fits with their team. I think that's one of the problems. Is a lot of guys don't really fit I think together. they thought Al Horford would help on Giannis. Well, I think they thought wrong. They did. <laughs> uh, you know, and their team can't stay healthy. Ben Simmons is injured. Uh, Joel Embiid's been injured. He, I mean, of course, he played in the playoffs. But just not enough. Him by himself with the... Some role players. It's just not enough. To you see, the they they mentioned that this is the first time Kemba Walker's uh, won a playoff series. Oh right, because he was on the Hornets before. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They only he's only been to the playoffs two times yeah. before this. But um, God, I feel sorry for Sixers fans. They had to go through the process. Then they had to go through injuries to Ben Simmons and Embiid. Then they got them back. And then they gave a huge contract to frickin' Tobias Harris and Tobias Al Horford. Oh. Yeah, terrible contract. And now they Both get swept and Horford. Those are swept in the first round. Harris's contract and Horford's contract are two of the most horrible contracts I've ever seen. I actually slept in a little bit, I have to admit. And my brother ran into my room and said, Come watch. It's the last games coached by Brett Brown. Oh, <laughs> Well, you, th you think you're you think you're going to fire him? I don't know, man. They might. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, is he uh, saved by the fact that Ben Simmons was hurt? He might be saved by that. That says like that might be his saving grace. We'll see. Yeah, but they didn't win a game. They should. I mean, I think people thought that the team had enough talent around Embiid to win a series, even without Ben Simmons. I don't know. This I definitely so. answers the question: Should they? trade Ben Simmons because probably the answer is no. If they can't win a playoff game without him, maybe keep Ben Simmons and trade Embiid. Maybe trade Embiid. Yeah. You get a good package for Embiid. Yeah. I'd give a man for Nee Simons. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> I wonder if Take the reason Neil uh, Shea built up Anthony Simons is because he wanted to put him in a trade. No, I don't think we both have to trade him. I mean, I think uh, Neil O'Shea really hoped that uh, Simons would live up to his potential, that he would be a early bloomer, um, develop quickly, and uh, be able to replace Seth Curry, who we had to part ways with last uh, beginning of this season, this off season. So, um, I think it was just Neil O'Shea trying to get by and this isn't this just this didn't happen uh Anthony Simons is just still too young um the, the potential's there um but he's still he's just still a deer in the headlights um 
There was no way we could keep Seth Curry, right? We just couldn't offer the same there amount of money. There was no way we couldn't offer the same amount. Yeah, uh, the Mavericks had offered them a contract. We couldn't match it. There was just no we, way. Know, I mean, we could offer them, you know, the vet man, but it, it just wouldn't have been. It would have been an insult. So right. We had to let him go. Well, he's doing well with Dallas. He is. I miss him, man. Yeah. The time I see them play, I miss him. <clears throat> so uh, not only was it Kobe's birthday day, also happy birthday, Yusuf Nurkic. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yes. How old is he now? Twenty five. Twenty six years old today. Twenty six. Yes. Wow, time has flown. Time has flown. Oh well, maybe he'll give us a fresh birthday performance tomorrow. I hope so. I hope they're not partying too hard tonight. Right. His birthday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gordon Hayward has left the bubble to rehab his right ankle. Uh, he will return to the bubble when he is near ready to play uh, to navigate the quarantine time. Uh, Marvin Williams and James Ennis III were both fined $15,000 for their altercation Saturday in Game 3 of their first-round series. They came together after Marvin Williams was jockeying for space. And Ennis didn't like it and shoved Williams, who shoved him back. And they were separated, and they were both ejected from the game. Wow. I have no word on whether they will be suspended uh, for the next game. You know that they were fined. You don't know if that, that might be the extent of the NBA's consequences for them. We don't know. Right. Uh, Zach Collins, the Blazers' power forward, will have season-ending surgery. What was first thought to be a stress reaction turned out to be a fracture. And Collins will opt for surgery and return next season. Sad. Man. Really it sad. Keeps, it just keeps coming, man. I mean, the two guys we needed, without Amino and Harkless, we needed Collins and Ariza or Collins and Hood. Right. And without either of those guys, we're just not a good team. No, we're not. I mean, we can gut it out and try to get a win tomorrow. But overall, how good of a team can we be without those defenders? I don't know. We need that. We need the size. You know, we need the moving, you know. I think Collins is probably one of the best matchups for Anthony Davis. And yeah. It's killing us not having him. It's a real bummer. But you have to, like, you know, fight through the injuries because you just don't know. There's no guarantee you'll ever have a season when everybody's there. You know what I mean? Right. You can't be like, well, Dave, Collins will be there next year. Well, maybe somebody else get hurt, gets hurt next year. True. You can't make excuses. You have to find a way to take advantage of the opportunities you have. Right, yeah. Carmelo Anthony so, said we're good. He was like, we're going to, we got this. We're fine. Well, winning Gabriel is, I think he's, it's giving him a chance to get more minutes and play, and he's just fantastic. I love watching him play. Yeah, he could play better, though. Effort. We need more out of him. He can. He, it's, you know, he's getting used to playing and playing with foul trouble and. Yeah. Learning how not to foul, and it's, you know, it's his first playoff experience, so I think it is. So It is. This is his rookie year in the NBA. Yeah. Oh, he's a rookie. I was wondering. I was yes. wondering if it was the second year. Okay. Yeah. So he uh, he might have played G League last year. He played G League. Yes. Um, right. but I believe in the actual NBA. Here I'm looking him up on NBA.com. I'm almost positive. Um, I think this is the first time he's ever he's ever played in the playoffs for certain. He's actually 23 years old. Um. He went to Kentucky. He um, 
Yes, he started in the NBA with the Sacramento Kings this season, and now he's with us. So, um, six foot nine, two hundred and five pounds, can hit the three. I don't know. I'm kind of pissed at Olshee that when Swanigan opted out and and Ariza knocked him out that we didn't sign like solid veteran players who could play in a playoff series. I mean, yeah, there were still guys out there we could have went after and. Yeah. I'm sure Neil's going to be like, yeah, we did try to go after guys and we could get them and, and went to other teams or whatever or whatnot. But yeah, no, it's, I mean, really we should have. Some more bodies, some more able bodies. Yeah. Because uh, we're very short changed right now and it's killing us. And what the hell is up with Nasir Little? Uh, dehydration, apparently. Apparently he's. How long can you be dehydrated for? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've never seen anybody be dehydrated for this length of time. It's not, I mean, he's. Still dehydrated, he might need to go to the hospital. Cause... We could totally use him. We could. I would just, if yep. he's able to play at all tomorrow, well, I would just Well, the thing is, he in. also was suffering from uh, from fainting. Fainting? Concern... Yeah, he's been, he fainted. He had a, I don't know if he had more than one, but he had at least one fainting episode. And they were concerned that it had to do with his concussion. What concussion? The concussion, he went, that's the reason why he was not playing in the scrimmage games. He got a concussion he, in practice? He, yeah, he proved, he got a concussion in practice. And then, uh, as the season started, they said he was dehydrated. And maybe that had to do with him fainting. But there, and then they were concerned whether his fainting was, had to do with his concussion. So they decided to keep him out. They said he was going to be out for, one to, uh, during game one, or Prior to game one, they said he was going to be out one to two weeks. That's what I see here. I see Yeah. as of August 18th, SB Nation said he's out for Nasir Little out at least two weeks. Yeah. He had a syncopal episode. Syncopal episode. Yeah, that means a fainting. It's fancy for fainting. Fainting episode. Yeah. What yeah. What the heck? Like it, why is, it, why are people not taking coming, care man. of this kid? I know. Man, this guy was supposed to be a steal in the draft. We were well, all excited we'll when we got him. Yeah, I mean, if we get further in the playoffs, he could return and help us, or we'll see what he has. We need him time. now, really badly. You could throw uh, him on him, Le- Holt, You could throw him on LeBron and give Gary Trent a chance. You know, a chance to rest. Chance to rest and actually play some offense for us. Yep. Damn it. Yeah, so no Rodney Hood, no Zach Collins, no Ariza, no Nasir Little. No Kev Swanigan. No additional players from... No additional players. Except I mean, for Jalen Ad- Adams, Adams, who doesn't play. Guard. doesn't play. <laughs> Maybe we should play him off the bench. You know, I would. I think we should play him over Anthony, Anthony Simons. He can shoot threes, right? Yeah, I would play him over Anthony Simons. He has more experience. If he can get out there and knock down a couple threes. That would that be more not, than anybody else he's giving us. Yeah. yeah. Get him out there. Get him out there. Give Dame a f- three minutes off for Jalen Adams to play. Uh, our last bit of news is uh, that Minnesota, the Minnesota Timberwolves, won the number one pick in the in the draft. They're like the most cursed team when it comes to the draft. Like the, I, don't th- I don't know if they've ever had a number one pick. Minnesota? Always... Oh, sure they have. They had the have number had... one pick was Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, Carl Anthony Towns, right. They had 
Well, they didn't have the number one pick, but they traded for the number one pick. They traded for number one pick. They got Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, I know they had a lot of, a lot of uh, was number one pick. issues with the draft and being able to move up, and but they got the number one pick in the draft. Golden State took number two. Charlotte, uh, who only had like a six percent chance, took number three. Chicago, number four. Cleveland, number five. Atlanta, number six. Detroit, number seven. The Knicks, ouch, number eight. Core New York. I don't think they'll be getting Lamelo Ball at number eight. He won't drop that far. Washington, number nine. Phoenix, number ten. Spurs, eleven. Sack, twelve. The Pelicans, thirteen, and Boston will get the number fourteen pick for Memphis. My God! And what what pick do we get? We get the number sixteenth pick. Sixteenth the pick. They say this is a good draft for role players, like really yeah. good role players. Yeah, it's it's a, it's deep with role players. It's not. Not deep with stars. Deep with highly talented players with potential to become stars, yeah. Right. It's a few of those, but uh, they'll be long gone before it gets to us. But who knows? We might be seeing picks trade hands like, you, like we were talking about an uh, episode or two ago um, because of what's going on with finances and everything and the league and, and owners losing money. They might try to sell their picks away uh, for space because they don't want to have to pay a roster spot for, you know, is guaranteed roster spot for a rookie in the first round. So we might see some sales. Wow. We'll see what happens. Wow. All right, so we're going to jump into looking at the series uh, that have happened uh, since we saw it, since we talked to you guys on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, the Miami Heat, the Indiana Pacers. Uh, it has not been uh, the heated, <laughs> see what I did there, uh, uh, matchup we thought it would be. Um, not as much blood there as we thought. Uh, Miami's controlling things pretty much. Uh, they went 2-0 on, on Thursday, winning 109-100. Uh, behind uh, Duncan Robinson, Goran Dragic just throwing up threes like crazy. Uh, Tyler Harrow throwing up threes. Um, Crowder just stealing balls, and, and he's hitting shots. Everybody's hitting shots on their team. Again, no Myers Leonard. Um, crazy, but they're yeah, and they're and, and TJ Warren. I mean, he only had 14 points uh, against Miami on Thursday. They've Jimmy been, Butler's they've been, having the last word. Jimmy Butler's having the last word. He is, and uh, he's probably going to have some words once they win the series. Um, yeah, and then they and then uh, they played on uh, Saturday, and uh, the Heat won again. Uh, Warren played better that. That game, he had, I think, 24 points. But uh, Nate McMillan is going to get fired. It. He's going to get fired. You know, he's supposed to be a, a they defensive got swept coach, last they, year. Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be a defensive coach, but they cannot, they can't stop these threes from coming from Miami. I mean, they don't They're have killed. Sabonis. They they had injuries. That yeah, they don't have Sabonis. But still, actually. and they didn't have Oladipo last year. But still, they haven't been able to win a playoff game at all. Right. Tough, and we'll see. And we'll see if tomorrow, if Miami can finish them off. Um, you know, you know who City. I think is the assistant coach there. If I'm right, um, I think Bill Baino's there. Cause is he? yeah, because oh, okay. Nate McMillan always uh, brings uh, Bill Baino along. Remember Bill Baino, who was assistant coach of the Blazers? Baino. Yeah, oh yeah. Used to always work with Lamarcus Aldridge. Right. Old friend of mine, actually. He would get me tickets to Blazer games. Oh, nice. Um, I think he's there. Um, 
as an assistant. Yep. Maybe he could become the coach. Bill Baino is an American basketball Maybe coach and currently an assistant coach for the Indiana Pacers. Maybe he'll replace Nate McMillan. We'll see. Yeah, you never know. I don't think he likes head coaching. He had a whole situation with coaching in college and head coaching. Yeah. And he had uh, kind of panic attacks and stuff about it. Um, And so he left college coaching. He went to the NBA as an assistant. Then while he was coaching for the Blazers, he actually got a, a head coaching job in college again. And after a few games, he had to leave and came back to Portland. That just it's something uh it's it's too much stress on him to be a head coach so right he's a great guy he's a really nice guy see here's what it says he was the men's basketball head coach at loyola marymount from 2008 to 2009 resigning due to medical reasons he was also the head coach of the unlv running rebels men's basketball team from 1995 to 2000 um but uh He's a really good guy. I was at a Blazers Rockets game in Houston. I was sitting down by the basket, and he was working out players. He said, "Hey, you're the guy from uh, who comes to all our games." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You're the guy on Bones." I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "You know, if you ever want tickets, just let me know." And then he gave me his phone number. Like, like he didn't wait for me to get my phone out or write it down for me or wait for me to get a pen out. He just said, "You know, my number's duh. and I'm like. Ooh. And then he went off to do other things. And I was like trying to remember the number he just gave me and put it in my phone. And then whenever I had to come to it, whenever I uh, wanted tickets to a game, he got me tickets to a game. And then when he left Portland, that was over. <laughs> he don't get me free <laughs> tickets anymore. Yeah. Oh, man. And he has a different hey, phone number now, too, I think. So I haven't talked to oh, him cool. in a long time. Oh, you haven't talked to him. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. maybe I'll become head coach at... We'll see, and maybe I'll give you tickets to Pacer games. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's look at uh, the Thunder and the Rockets series. Uh, man, Houston was up 2-0, and they were looking to go up 3-0. Uh, they went up 2-0 on uh, Thursday, 111 to 98. Uh-huh. Um, the Rockets, they tried to come back in that one, but they fell short. And then Harden and then fouled they, out. Didn't he Harden fell out? I think, you know, he fouled out in the Saturday game, I think, didn't he? Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, what are you yeah. talking about? Oh, I was talking about the Thursday game, yeah. So oh. then in game three, uh, Harden fouled out, and then uh, the Thunder went on to win in overtime, 119-107. Yeah, I think they outscored um, them 15-3 yeah. in the overtime period. Right. Yeah, four Thunder players scored 20-plus points. They're like, we're not losing. And that's including, I think, Chris Paul. I think he had a, an amazing game. He's, You know, playoff Chris Paul is different than regular season Chris Paul. Yeah. Uh, he just comes alive in the playoffs. Yeah, he had 26 points. And uh, and Dort was back. Did Dort didn't... play at the beginning of the series? I don't think he did. I don't know if he did. He only had nine points. And went on but Saturday. he guarded, yeah, back. He guarded he Harden. He's a good defensive player. Yeah, he held Harden, Harden to out. three out of fourteen shooting when when Dort was guarding him. Yeah, and Dennis Schroeder twenty nine points off the bench, twenty for Gallinari. Yeah, so four players, uh, twenty at least twenty points. Um, so they 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 knew if they went down three zero against the Rockets, they probably weren't coming back. 
And uh, so they put everything in that game and they won. It's good for them. And then uh, the Bucks, uh, after losing game one, came back in game two, uh, dominated. Giannis was just dominant. Yeah. Um, throughout the game, 111, they won 111 96. Um, Magic trailed the whole game. I mean, they were lucky to be as close as they were at the end because they were, it was bad. I'm so freaking um, confused. Magic looked so good in that first game. They just couldn't hit. They just couldn't hit anything. They didn't look the like a lucky team in that first game. They had so much energy. They were hitting all their shots. I thought they were going to really, truly make it a series. Yeah, I was wondering too. But you know, and then they they kicked one, and they, of course they lost again Saturday. One twenty-one, one hundred seven. So they lost even worse. Giannis. Almost a triple double, thirty five points, eleven rebounds, seven assists. Um, he wants he's I think he's really angry that uh, the Bucks let game one slip and he you know, he's like we we gotta finish this. Um, can't give the the magic any leeway. But the magic I, I'm sure after their Thursday game didn't feel so bad after our game. Because we lost the Lakers hundred eleven eighty eight. Uh, it was an embarrassing blowout. Um, this Blazers were just zombies. It was just dead out there. There was no energy. Um, nobody, nobody could hit any shots. Um, and then, you know, of course, in the third quarter, Damian Lillard fra- uh, uh, dislocated his finger on his left hand. And oh, I looked back. It's like, man, please don't tell me he's out for the series. Don't tell me he's out. <laughs> he did say like after game three after that it really happening. still is very uncomfortable, especially on his ball handling. Yeah, it was, but then, you know, and but he he shot well. To, I mean, he was hitting his shots at the beginning of Game Three, um, and you know, and throughout, he kind of went away from we went away from lower in the second half. He scored third. He, he scored thirty four, which is great and perfectly respectable for a superstar. Right. But we can't win games like that with unless he scores like fifty. Yeah, and we need him to score in the fourth quarter. We need him to come up big in the fourth quarter, um, first to win, and it's it's tough. Um, that's just where we're at with you know short on on players. We have to we have to have him step up and do that for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday, uh, the Raptors uh, beat the Nets one seventeen ninety two, and then oh today it just destroyed the Raptors one fifty to one twenty two. Yeah, um, the, the bench like we said had a hundred points. That. Um, no, they did lose. They did lose uh, Lowry. He sprained his right ankle pretty badly. Uh, I have not. Heard Wait, that. who sprained his ankle? Lowry. Really? Yeah. That's big he news. Left and, uh, he, he left and he didn't return to the game, and I've not heard about the MRI yet. Uh, but it looked a lot worse than Doncic's. Doncic did return, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I don't know if Kyra Lowry is going to be able to return after that for a while. Because he was running. I didn't know this. I didn't watch the Toronto Brooklyn game. It just seemed too uninteresting, and I needed a break. I didn't know well, he I was hurt himself. It because my son wanted. To, I was watching it in the hotel room. I'm at the hotel right now. Uh, my son wanted to watch it, so we had it on. And we were watching it, despite the Nets getting destroyed. But yeah, that. Oh was, yeah, we didn't tell people yeah. where we are. You're in a car. I'm in a car right now. And actually, I'm in the dining room. room of our our new house. So. Oh wow. We, it's over. You have the dining room's over. Should here. we? Top here. Tell people there's a chance we're not sure yet, but we might do a podcast together in person on Wednesday. 
we might for our guess, midweek podcast. Um, play some basketball. I'm thinking about driving down to Portland to see Chris, but it turns out because of the fires down in California that my baby brother and my older sister and their families are fleeing their homes in case they get burned down, oh, no. which apparently there's a right. chance of, which is awful. Oh, and they are fleeing and they are coming up to Oregon to uh, Springfield, Oregon, where my parents are and where my other brother's family is. Um, and then they're going there tomorrow. And then they might come up here to Washington on Wednesday. If they do that, I have to stay here and see them for sure. But if they don't come, I am driving down to Portland and Chris and I are going to play basketball and then we're going to have something to eat. We're going to watch the Blazers and then we are going to do a podcast live together for the first time in over a year. Have I seen you in over a year? I haven't. No, it's been over a year. The last time we did a podcast together in person would have been, you know, the end of the conference finals. So 2019. So we've been doing this whole podcast and it's been almost a year and a half since we've seen each other. Yeah, and I still have your 101 Dalmatians. Yes, I have a 101 Dalmatians, an Italian 101 Dalmatians Disney poster. It is huge. And it's very colorful. Very. And Chris has it, and I'm looking around in the room, and now there's nowhere to put it. It's too big of a poster. I (laughs) I haven't looked upstairs to see if there's a place there. So it might be staying with you, Chris. Well, it's on my wall. It's comfortable there until you want to take it. Okay. Okay. Where were we? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Denver Nuggets and the Jazz. Mm. Man, boy, was I wrong about this series. Wow. I I had the Nuggets uh, sweeping the Jazz, but uh, the Jazz have proved me wrong. They're dead. Denver's done, man. They're down. I mean, they lost on on Friday uh, 124 to 87. Yep. I mean, we thought our butt whooping was bad by the Lakers. That makes me feel a little better. And then they lost uh, today, 129-127. Yeah, and Ouch. Uh, Donovan Mitchell had 51 points. 51, and Murray, and Murray had, 50. had 50. Yeah, they both, they both had 50. Oh, my gosh. Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, Michael games. Jordan, and Allen Iverson are the only three players to score 50-plus twice in a playoff series. And I believe well, it was the first Willard time to, ever, although it that. didn't sound right, but they said it's the first time ever two players scored over 50 in a playoff series. But I feel like Allen Iverson and Vince Carter did that once. Maybe they alternated 50-point yeah. games when they played each other in 2001. Maybe. And then, um, what was I going to say? Something about, oh, Jamal Murray's 50 points is the most ever scored by a Denver Nugget. So he'll okay. go down in Denver Nuggets history. Well, he's made, he got a record. That's good. Despite, you know, they're going to, yeah, they're gone next game. Game five, Jazz are going to, it's like there's blood in the water. The Jazz are the Sharks, man. Unbelievable. Nuggets off. Yeah, I can't believe it either. That's that, that serious surprise. Most me. people thought they were dead without um, Bogdanovich. Yeah, they, were out, they didn't have Bogdanovich or without Ed Davis. Conley had, had to go to have a baby. Games. He got, he came back. He's been playing, but yeah, he was gone for the first two games. He's been so. playing well since it he seemed came like, back. It seemed like the Jazz were done, but uh, no. <laughs> no, sir. 
it's kind of shocking if Denver does lose the game and lose the series in five games. It's kind of shocking. I mean, they were considered an up and cut. They had a chance at the two seed. Right. They were considered a real up and coming playoff team. Were they had they beaten us last year, they would have made the conference finals. Now, they maybe don't even make it out of the first round. Right. I know they've had some injuries, like to Will Barton, but. Um, they have Michael Porter Jr., who's who was playing great in the scrimmages. They got Bull Bull. They were probably really excited after the scrimmages. Yeah, I think the issue is it, it, they have so many different players. They got to fit it together. They got to figure out how to fit it together, right? I think there's, you know, disruption in, in the chemistry of the team with these new players and with Michael Porter Jr. coming up and having his year. And they just got to figure out how to put it together and keep it together. And, uh, yeah, they just, they just lost themselves this playoffs, and it's cost them. And they're, I think they're done. And their only win was uh, in overtime. Can you? I mean, Utah very close to sweeping yeah. them. Yeah, I know it could be. Yeah, it could be three zero right now. Could be four zero. I mean, or four. Yeah, it I mean, could have been could a sweep. Swept, yeah, right. Because they're yeah three one. Yeah, it could have been a sweep. Like I said, the Boston Celtics beat the Sixers yep. on Friday one oh two ninety four despite a thirty point thirteen rebound. Effort by Joel Embiid. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, they lost today. Um, they were the first game today, and they lost. Uh, Sixers lost to the Celtics 110-106 by four. Yep. For uh, the sweep. Hayden blew it up. Uh, Walker blew it up for the sweep. And the Celtics will face the Raptors in the second round. It's the first series uh, for sure that's confirmed. Yeah. For the second round that we know about, and so they'll play each other. That's going to be a heck of a series. Is there a schedule yet on where that's going to? Um, I'm not sure. I haven't seen the schedule yet for when that's. Gonna are they going to wait till the but, other uh, series end? I'm thinking they might. I think the second round is going to take place on a, a certain date. I don't think it's. I don't think they're going to start their series already just because they finish. I think it's going to be. They well, have some time off. There's a team us. not making excuses, by the way, because they lost Gordon Hayward. They did it with Gordon Hayward, and but man, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown—they're no joke. Kemba Walker—they're worth all the money they're getting. Kemba Walker, yeah, man, that's a heck of a team. I mean, they—I have a lot of respect for them after they—they beat you know beat the heck out of us. We came back, but yeah, they're a good team, man. And it's not not a big surprise to me that they beat out the Sixers, but. uh, I, I thought the Sixers might win at least a couple games in that series. I think the Sixers were hurt by the lack of home court. They were yeah, a horrible, really horrible well road team all year long, and they were nearly undefeated at home. And not being able to play in front of their Philly home crowd, I think, took them completely out of the series. I find it hard to believe they would have lost these two games at home. Yeah, but that just shows that they're mentally weak. Because you have to be mentally strong enough that that you can win without your home fans. Right. Well, that's part of what happened with the Lakers in Game One against us. Is they that was their that was their reason. Yeah, they started complaining about not having fans cheering for them. Right. Uh, The Clippers and the Mavericks. Wow. Holy Uh, cow! Game three. Holy cow! In Game three, uh, Luka Doncic. Actually sprained his ankle pretty bad. He tried to stay in the game and play. Yeah, did you see him hopping up? He, did for, he hopped out of there. Yeah, he did for momentarily. And he hopped hopping up, out up of the there ramp, and, then hopped back, yeah, and came back in the game. Put pressure on the foot. 
I mean, it seemed like he was done. Like, I couldn't believe he came back for game four. I mean, he took the MRI. The MRI was clean. Uh, no damage. No, uh, no structural damage to the foot. So, uh, he just rested, came back for game four. And, I mean, they lost. Ended up losing game three, 130-122, and went down 2-1 to the Clippers. But they came back in game four, and Dontras actually hit the game winner. Um, but um, the the real story is about two Don't seasons ago. Triple double, forty point triple double. The real story here is in overtime. Break it back with me here. Two years ago, okay. Paul George first season with the Oklahoma City Thunder played a good game. I think it was game one of the playoffs. And he called himself Playoff P. He was like, "Oh, you guys don't know Playoff P yet." And Playoff B has been terrible. They lost in the first round that year. We waved goodbye to them last year. And now this year, oh my gosh. He's having like an all-time bad series. Um, yeah. Looking at his his game one actually was fine if he wants to talk trash about being able to play one game well in the playoffs. But um, here, let me tell you what's going on. His shooting is atrocious. And here we go. In game one, he shot 10 of 22. Pretty good, 27 points, no complaints. He only had two boards, but all right. Game two, he shot four of 17. Game three, he shot three of 16. And I believe in game today, game four, he shot three of 14, which if my math is correct, is 10 of 47. That's like worse than 25%. That's almost 20% shooting. Like, that's really... So he makes 10 of his first 22 shots and then 10 of his next 47? This is like legendarily bad. And they traded... They traded Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, and all their picks for Paul George. I mean, I'm ready to go on Bavad and bet on the Mavericks for yeah for game four for game five. Yeah, yeah we got to go on. I think. Yeah, what's the line? It, Let me see uh, what the line is for uh, on Bovada. The line is. Oh, see, I'm looking at tomorrow's games, but are there uh, are there odds for the games uh, on my birthday? My birthday, by the way, is uh, is uh, Tuesday, August 25th. I'm going to be 46. Uh, Happy birthday! I see uh, August twenty fourth lines, um, but uh, I uh, yeah, we might be placing money on Dallas. Is that is that is that what you're thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Going to the bottom, placing money on Dallas because they're <laughs> they're hot, man. And if we have to, if the Lakers are going to eliminate us, I want the Mavericks to eliminate the Clippers, so they have to go home too. Yeah. Um. And speaking of the Lakers and the Blazers, uh, game three yesterday. Oh, man. I mean, we, we played well in the first half. We controlled the game for the most part in the first half, and it looked good. I mean, we looked a lot better than, you know, of course, a lot better than game two. Um, you know, our guys were making shots. You know, Dame was – I was very glad to see Dame just hitting shots like it was nothing with that yep. cement on his hand. And I was worried they were going to be going after that hand all game, but – did you see the shot of him before the game practicing that they showed on TV? Yeah, he was just yeah, he was just shooting like it was nothing. And he was like just he standing on the logo, the swishing shots over and over again. Shot. 
any time before that point. Up to that point, he had not tested his hand. And he put this point on, he went out, and he was just like, bam, bam, swish, 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 swish. Amazing. Nothing but that. All of them. It was crazy. So I got excited for the game. You know, we played well, you know, and that cursed third quarter came. We got outscored by the Lakers, and we just, we were just, ga- Nurkic was gassed. Uh, everybody, we just couldn't do it. We just didn't have the personnel. We, our guys are playing, having to play too many minutes. Lakers have a lot of guys they can throw at us. We don't have a lot of guys. No, the, basically, we need Damon CJ to keep going. We need Melo to chip in. We need somebody on the bench to drop eight points. Is that too much? Eight or nine points? Okay. And then we need yeah. Nurkic to play like a, a fringe all-star. Yeah. We need him to come out. I, I know he's hurt because Grandma passed. I mean, the first game Probably of the series. Too, I mean, the first game of the series, he had ten points, ten rebounds, and three assists in the first quarter. Well, if you think about it, though, I mean, the path to get here to, to these playoffs, the Blazers had to pretty much play eight playoff games, and you know, the Lakers kind of got to sit around and not have to do a whole lot. Right. And uh, so you think we're worn out? That we're more. It's not a surprise that we're more gassed now. I mean, yeah, it was. It wasn't easy to get here. No, it wasn't. Uh, so you know, I think we are a little worn out. We're seeing that. Hopefully, we can uh, get a second win and uh, come back and win this game tomorrow. So yeah, let's go ahead and look at the games tomorrow. All right, let's do that. And I got the lines on Bovada here for each game. Oh, awesome! So the first game is Milwaukee and Orlando. With Milwaukee leading two one. Um, I think we know what's going to happen in this. Well, I mean, I mean, unless the window. Oh wait! Before we go any further, from, before we go any further. Yeah. Um, how about that shot by Doncic? Oh my god! I got to confess something. I freaking missed it. Oh. I've been watching almost all the games, and like I told you, I took a little bro- uh, break away from Brooklyn, Toronto, and then I was so tired. I'd gotten up for breakfast, and I was so in lunch. I'd been really up late last night and I um, was like, okay, I'm going to take a little nap. And I slept through the entire Dallas Clippers game. And my brother, again, you know, I told you he woke me up and said, Hey, you're missing Brett Brown's last game. He burst into my room and said, Luka Doncic just won the game. You just missed it. And then I go on TV and they're all like, this is the best game of the playoffs so far. Oh, and I'm man. like a major, as you guys know from listening to this play, I'm a major NBA playoff fan. I don't like to miss many games. Last year, I didn't miss did you, a single Did you watch game. it on replay? But I was a little the down shot. because of the Blazers and a little tired. And I thought I'd, you know, take a little break from the games. But when we're done with this podcast or later tomorrow, I am going to go on uh, the NBA app and watch that game. Because it's supposed oh, to be good. the best game of the playoffs. I better have seen it if I'm going to be a host of Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. Right. Yeah, you got to see it before the Mavericks win the next one. So. Okay, let's talk about tomorrow's games. All right, so the Bucks and the Magic. I mean, unless Orlando has some magic left in them. I see what he did there. The uh, Bovada line the, is in game um, one. Milwaukee Bucks uh, minus 13.5. Man. I mean, Milwaukee has yeah, that... been blowing teams out, but... I might take I mean, Orlando might be, there. Don't you think Orlando's got like some character, some good coaching? I mean, that might be generous for. I mean, that might be generous. Uh, I don't know, man. I think the Bucks got. It. <laughs> uh, Giannis is Giannis is pissed, man. He wants to win this. He wants to. He's so upset they lost Game One. Uh, I, it's going to be Milwaukee. Well, I mean, if Miami wins tomorrow, 
That'll be three sweeps in the Eastern Conference, and Milwaukee will be the only team that didn't sweep. So they probably want to get their series over as soon as possible. Right, because they're they'll be the only ones waiting, and the other other teams are relaxing and chilling. And if they do lose rest. to Orlando, it's it's pretty much embarrassing for Milwaukee. Yeah, it seriously be tied to. And they're like stuck in this like battle with Orlando while the other teams are resting. Other teams are resting, yeah. So yeah, no, it's Milwaukee's gonna Milwaukee's gonna finish. They're gonna go up three one. Um, Houston, Oklahoma. Houston's leading two one. I think Oklahoma. The bet, the the line, the spread is um, uh, Houston, uh, Houston Rockets minus three point five. So it's a uh, yeah. No, I think Oklahoma is going to tie the series. I take the Thunder there for sure. Yeah, I take Thunder on that one. Um, yeah, I take the Thunder. And uh, Miami, Indiana, Indiana playing for the lives tomorrow. Uh, they lose. Miami wins. Sweeps the series. Uh, they will wait for the the winner of the the Bucks Magic series. The line on Bovada um, there is Miami Heat six point five. So yeah, I don't know. Is Indiana right. Indiana got swept last year? They're not gonna allow themselves to get swept again, are they? I don't know. I mean, we might see a different Indiana this game. You know, I watched the last Indiana-Miami game, and you know who really impressed me? Miles Turner. I was like, this dude's good. He's, like, freaking tall, and he's, like, grabbing rebounds and stuff. I don't even know what his, like, what his box score was, but, like, just watching him, I was like, yo, this cat can play. I'm looking up his stats right now. Maybe, maybe I uh, am overreacting to what I saw, but what I saw, I mean, the, no, no, the eye a, test. No, no, he's a hell of a player. He's... The, I'd like him on the Blazers. Yeah, the eye player. test told me that Miles Turner is a good player. So here, he let is, me look at the box he's score because I did not look at the box score after that game. Um, let me see. Got Indiana and Miami. I thought this was going to be a knockdown, dragout fight, and it just hasn't been. Um, yeah, I thought so too. Let me see. But it, yeah, no fight from Miles Indiana Turner. Really. Fifteen points, twelve rebounds. One assist, three blocks, and he hit a three-pointer. Didn't make wow. all his free throws, but he's like a real—he's like a real dude. He's like a real—a real, a real he's player. He's real deal. Yeah, he's real. Um, Malcolm Brogdon looked good out there too. You never know. You know what's going to happen because you know they're three and zero. But some team is going to come back from three and zero one day. One day, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to be the Patriots. Well, whenever a team's down 3-0, it looks like it's not going to be them, right? Because they just lost three straight. Right. But it's going to happen one day. At any time yeah, a team... I was hoping it was going to be the Blazers back when they were playing the Mavericks. Yeah, they came back, forced to Game 7. They Yeah, they came back to Game 7. They almost did it. That would have been awesome to be the first team to do that. Um, again, though, I don't see Indiana doing that. I mean, they might win Game 4. I mean, they're playing for their lives. We're probably going to see a lot of urgency from them. Probably going to... See them bring their best game, but uh, yeah, I Miami's either going to win it tomorrow or they're going to win the next one. But it's, I think the series is pretty much over. Uh, the Lakers and the Blazers, game four. Lakers leading two one. Blazers need to win this to tie the series. They do not want to go down three one against the Lakers. And the line on Bovada is Lakers minus seven point five. I take the Blazers, which was the same as last time. I take the. Oh, yeah, I'm going to always take the Blazers. <laughs> How much money would you put down on the Blazers? Oh man, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a betting man. 
I'm not a betting. <laughs> I'm not a bet. Well, if I was a betting man, if you were a betting man, you'd throw down a hundred on them. I'd throw a hundred or a couple hundred down. Oh, them, a couple yeah. hundred. <laughs> if a lot of, yeah, I'd, I'd go do that. No, no. We should now. do a bet together. We should, yeah. I mean, yeah, I gotta go on Bovada join this. Do you want to do that? We should like place a bet, not necessarily on this game, but maybe for Wednesday's game if I come over. Okay. We should like you know put down fifty bucks or something. That'd be cool. Throw some money, you know, put some uh, put some added. Not that we need out of incentive to root for the Blazers, but um, right, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. I say we, go, I say <laughs> well, we we'll we'll probably be rooting, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Bovada.lv is their website. Slash sports slash basketball. Um, so those are all. Oh wait, did we miss it? Oh, no. Th- those are all the games tomorrow. Um, are we. Is it time for Streak Finder? Yeah, it's time for Streak yes! Finder. Streak Finder. Guys, Streak, Streak Finder. Finder works. It takes some time. So we might do Streak Finder and then look at the results after questions if it takes too long. But I actually okay. got it to work. And, you know, the, one of our last podcasts, we said Streak Finder was going to be two points and two rebounds. How many times has any, any player in the NBA done that in a row? And it turned out it was Kevin Garnett, and he did it like 908 games in a row. He scored at least two points and grabbed at least two rebounds. So uh, I thought that was. Yeah, I still. Think I would have thought it would have been somebody broken, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But uh, so let's see. What is our streak? I was thinking we should do another like crazy streak finder. Like, what's the con? What's the? Oh, you know what would be good? I was thinking we should do something like one turnover. What's like? What if we did zero turnovers? How many games in a row has a player gone without turning the ball over? Right. What do you think the streak yeah, is that. on that? Hmm. Ten games? I don't know. You know what? You know who Maybe. doesn't have to- uh, turnovers is people who come in like during garbage time and they don't play much. I don't know. Oh, that's right? true. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on this. Here, here we go. Choose streak stat. Turnovers. Zero. Let's let's try this. Here we go. I hit re- I hit enter or return or whatever you call it. Oh, oh, I have to do the seasons. I have to do the seasons. Hold on. I said, hold on. Clear changes. We want to set it for the entire history of the game, 1946-47 to 2019-20, uh, and regular season or playoffs combined. Uh, and here we go. Turnovers. Here, I'm just going to say zero. Turnovers equal to zero. Okay. There we go. Okay. okay. Now what I'm doing is going to hit get results, and we're going to go to questions. And then we'll come All back right. after the questions to Streak Finder. Sounds good. Here we go. Uh, this one's from Timothy P. He says, I want to know what's up with Nurk straight up. Uh, all for one. I mean, he just came back from not playing for what, 16 months. And uh, we had to pretty much play eight playoff games to get to the playoffs. So, I mean, he's probably pretty tired. Also, you know, his grandmother just passed yeah. away. That's, you know, emotionally and physically draining. Um, 
He's also having to guard levels. Anthony Davis on the perimeter. And he has to guard Anthony Davis, which is a, a nightmare uh, assignment for him. Um, and he's being played a lot of minutes each game, more minutes than he should each game because we don't have enough personnel. Um, so he's tired. That's what's up with Nurk. Um, and he's emotionally hurt. And hopefully, you know, he's had his birthday today. Hopefully it'll get his energy back up and we can see him beast out tomorrow against the Lakers and help us win because we need him to step up. We do. Uh, to help to help us win. Definitely. Um, do you think we'll start him we and Whiteside again? I think we will. Wow. Yeah. All right. I've got the streak finder results. All right. We'll get back to the questions here in a minute. Okay. The, the longest streak ever of no turnovers is 45 games. This player went from January wow, 24, 2010 to March 12, 2011. So I guess he uh, is a bench player who doesn't play as much. That he went. It took him over a whole year uh-huh. to play 45 games in a row. But he had 45 games in a row with zero turnovers. Um, I've heard of the guy. He played for the Knicks once. Um, pretty good shooter. <laughs> nice. Pretty good three-point shooter. Um, he actually did it. He's the fourth longest, too. He did it for 29 games in a row. And he did it for 27 games in a row. So he's... Oh, and he has the 18th longest streak. He did it 22 games in a row. Wow, this guy is like Mr. Zero Turnovers. Like, this is what he does. You know why this guy doesn't turn the ball over? Because the play ends with him. He's not setting anybody up. He's hitting the three at the end of the play. And so he's not, like, creating off the dribble. Do you want to take a guess as who this would be? A three-point shooter that played for the Knicks? Played for the Knicks. Oh, man. In 2010 and 2011. Yeah. That's hard. White Um, guy. uh, Yeah. um, What's his name? I'm thinking of somebody. I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't know. Steve Novak. Steve Novak. And Ryan Bowen and Charles Jones. Charles Jones has a couple streaks. I've never heard of Charles Jones. Have you? Uh, I feel bad, man. The guy played 1995. I was following the NBA then. Yeah. But I do not remember Charles Jones. Then a guy named Granville Waiters. Is that Deion Waiters' dad? (laughs) And then Garrett Temple. Damari Carroll. Yeah. Um, Looking for someone who's done it recently. Judd Buechler. uh, Dante Jones. Michael Stewart. Mark Bradkey. They're all like a lot of nobodies who don't get the ball enough to turn it over. Matt Bonner, Judd Buchler, right. I'm looking for uh, Udonis Haslam. TJ Leaf did it 22 games in a row. Um, Ryan Bowen again. Greg Buckner, Scott Hastings, Harvey Grant. That's a Blazer. Remember Harvey Grant playing for the Blazers? Yes. I wonder if that that was when he played for the Blazers. It might have been. Let me see real quick. List of games. No, it was when he was playing for Washington. He played for Washington before he played for us. Right. Uh, Tyler Hansbrough's here. Deontay Davis. Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson's more recently. Um, uh, Justin Jackson did it 20 games in a row. And he did it this season. 
November 8th to December 28th in 2019. 20 straight games without a turnover. Here's a guy named Hassan Adams. I've never heard of him. Anthony Morrow, no. he played for us for a little bit in training camp. Tomorrow, yeah. Steve Kerr, yeah. 19 games in a row without a turnover. Yeah, it's mostly guys who don't handle the ball. You know what I mean? You're not going to see a point guard shooters and handle the yeah. ball and go 20 games without a turnover. Hey, Alan Crabb. Alan Crabb won 18 games without a turnover, and that was when he played for Portland, 2014-2015. Looking for other Blazers, Jared Dudley, Charles Davis, Charles Jones, Eric Murphy, Jim McElvain, Steve Novak, Steve Novak, Steve Novak. Dude, Steve Novak doesn't turn over the damn ball. I got to see Steve Novak's all-time stats here. Okay, he's had quite a career. He started in 2006. He finished in 2017. His career average in turnovers is 0.2. He um, played... There are times when he had zero. He played seven games at one point for Dallas. He was there only for seven games, and he didn't turn the ball over while he was there. And then... In his second to last season against Mil- uh, when he played for the Bucks, he played three games and never turned the ball over. And wow. when he was 33 years old, playing for the Bucks in the 2016 2017 season, he played eight games and never turned the ball over. Pretty that amazing, is. right? That is. Pretty yeah. Amazing. Pretty amazing, Steve Novak. So that's our streak fire. Now let's go back to questions. All right, here we go. Uh, this is a long one by Ryan. He says, like Dame said, basically had they had basically had ten playoff games before the playoffs started. I feel like they have ran out of gas against the physicality the Lakers are allowed to play on us. Caruso picks up Dame full court every play. He has to be tired. Inconsistency in officiating is also hurting, but that is not the reason we lost game two. You could argue game three. So I guess the question is, who on the team is going to step up? We need some Lambeer mentality going into game four. It's absolutely make or break time. Who it's got to be up? Nurkic and Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, it's got to be Nurk. Hassan would be nice too if he we need, a little more energy. We need play. 15 to 20 points out of Nurkic. We need a double-double out of Hassan Whiteside. We need three we need blocks from, from both of them. We need more shots from uh, Gary Trent And Jr. we can't have them shooting Jr. 20, They shot 31 free throws in the first half, and we shot eight. That can't continue. Yeah, we can't have But that. it's Nurkic. I'm, my eyes are focused firmly on Nurkic to step up and, and give us a big game tomorrow. Yeah, we need it. Hopefully he can give it to us after his birthday. All right, yeah, I agree. All right, Ryan, thanks. Uh, Jake, are the Blazers done? Hmm. Uh, not yet. Not yet. No, we're not done. Um, we're not done if we lose tomorrow down, either. Down, but they're not out. Down, but not out. Yeah, they're not not out yet. They're not done yet. There's still work to be done here. Blazers can still win this. Yeah. Uh, Hoop Guru says, thanks, Chris and Eric. I'll be interested in how you guys each think the draft will play out for the top five team and players. You're draft. the draft expert, Chris. I don't follow, so, yeah, here's, I don't here's, follow players before so they get to the NBA much. Yeah. So here's my thoughts. All right, so Minnesota with the first pick is going to pick Anthony Edwards. Golden State Warriors with the second pick is going to pick James Wiseman. The Hornets will pick LaMelo Ball. Uh, Chicago with the fourth pick will pick Obi Toppin. And Cleveland with the fifth pick will pick 
Denis Abdijah. Now tell me about um, Anthony Edwards. Why is he good? How? What do you think his his potential is? I mean, he's going to be a star power forward in really? this league. Um, All star. Yeah. All star. Yeah. He's a power forward. Power. I mean, he's. Yeah. I mean, he's a. Uh, he can play small, but he's really a power wow. forward. Do you think Minnesota has think playoff Minnesota. potential? Uh, with him? Or is it going to uh, take a couple yeah, years? I mean, it's probably going to take a year or two, but they're going to they're gonna get better wow. with him, definitely, wow. quickly. The Western uh, Conference just gets know, James, tougher. James Wiseman is definitely going to help the, the Warriors. They need a new center, and uh, he's going to be just with a – I mean, they've been talking about him before, and that's it's what they need. So, And then, uh, you know, of course – Charlotte needs a point guard, and they're going to get Lamelo Ball. So, is Charlotte going to be a playoff so team because they have Ball? No. All no. right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, they're going to be a little bit better. You know what? Tell me about this guy. What's his name? Obi. Yeah, Obi Toppin. Uh, he's a power forward as well. He's a he's a very physical. Uh, and uh, where's he from? Did he play in college? Uh, I'm not sure. I forget where he's from. But yeah, I think I think Chicago's a okay. good uh, And then Cleveland, Denny, DJ, he played for Maccabee Haifa. Oh. Um, yeah, he's a he's a, he's a, a three and D guy. I mean, he's his defense is amazing. I mean, it's like Gary Trent. He just he'll shut wow. you down. Um, and then he can shoot. So yeah, I think Cleveland's gonna go after him with the fifth pick. All right, we have a question from David. Uh, he asks, if the Blazers end up losing the series, how long until Stotts could be replaced? He has one year left on his contract, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, actually, David, he has multiple years left on his contract. He just signed an extension a year or two ago. And I don't think Stotts is leaving anytime soon. Do you, Eric? No, he's going to be coaching the team for as long as Damian Lillard's there. I think they're committed to that pairing with CJ McCallum as well. I mean, things could change if Neil O'Shea gets fired. Then, like, major changes could be made. But um, I think, you know... This is this is John Stockton and Jerry Sloan territory. Yeah, I agree. I you know Stotts isn't going to be leaving unless Dame asks for a new coach. Uh, Joe Allen, uh, the new owner of the Blazers, uh, she puts her trust in Stotts and in O'Shea, and they all have a good relationship together. So I don't think I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think O'Shea is going anywhere, despite uh, feelings from from fans. And <coughs> I don't disagree with uh, some of those feelings. I you know. Some of the responsibility does go to the coach um, when teams are not functioning well with uh, adjustments. I think Stotts needs to work on his adjustments, but uh, he's an overall good coach. And even if we did fire him, uh, there's no one out there to replace him with that's as good as him. So it doesn't really make sense to let him go right now. So thanks, yeah. David. Uh, uh, if you That's all our questions for this podcast. Uh, if you'd like to submit your questions for our next episode, you can do so at... at uh, our Twitter page, excuse me, at with NBA. You can do so on our Facebook page, our Around the NBA with Chris and Eric Facebook page. Or you can do so at the Blazers uh, Forum Facebook page. Or, of course, at ripc2.com. Every Sunday uh, on ripc2.com, there's a thread um, for our podcast. And uh, you can submit your comment or a question there. And if you're listening yeah. on Apple Podcasts and you like what you're hearing, Please give us a subscribe and give us a five-star rating and a nice review. We've been getting uh, quite a few of those lately, and we really, really appreciate them. So 
thank you very much to the listeners uh, that are enjoying this podcast. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We appreciate you. And as always, go Blazers. Go Blazers. Rock with the dopest. I was in the stew all night with Marsha Ambrosius. You gon' say you always had it rocking like a boulder. The real original was yelling, no limit, soldier.